This is Jalen Hurd, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with the Trash Man, broadcasting here on the pod and on the YouTube and the Periscope streets. Trash Man, what the hell's going on, brother? I don't know, man. <laughs> Dealing with either allergies or COVID, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're good, brother. I think you're good. You look perfectly healthy to me. Um, well, the thing is, it affects like I don't know. I, I'm getting a test done anyway. It's just I think it might it might just be a mild case. I don't know. You gonna get that thing shoved all the way up your nose? You should try to get a finger prick or what? I think I mean the nose one. I guess the brain the the brain swab. <laughs> that, oh, I've had worse. I've so- had worse. Yeah, uh, it's probably it's probably smart to go. Probably smart to go get. Tested for it. You're you're a you're a, you're a young healthy man though. I'm not I'm not particularly too 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 worried about you at this point. We, oh, I just I want to go visit my I want to go visit my mom in a in a in a couple of weeks. I just want to take make sure you're in the clear. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, best of luck with that. Let me know how it goes if if you could speak <laughs> after that. I swear they go up to your brain with that thing, brother. Oh, you've had the test? No, 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 no. Fuck no. Oh, okay. But uh. But I've I've seen the test. I've heard about the okay. test. Okay. Right um, okay. Well, best of luck with that. Uh, I wanted to just go over a couple things today. We have the cheat sheet now updated to version two point seven um, on the. Uh, and, and hold on, let me let me tell you one other thing first, Trash Man. You know that there's a there a blanket of Saharan dust sitting over us right now, right? That's true. It is. Well, it I, is I think it was worse. It was last last weekend or two weeks like two weekends ago. I think. Yeah, it was the worst. dude. But you, yeah, but you've been you've been here to my house, dude. I can see you. I can see a ridge over to the other side of the goddamn lake. There, I can. There's a long view from here, and there are houses on the other side of the lake that I can normally see that I can't even still see. Right, like that's the hair and dust is still here. It, it isn't like that's just smog or something rolling out here into Spicewood, Texas. Like it's it's that is that is hey, hair and dust. Sitting all over the, Cali- the lake. All the, Cali- all the Californians brought their uh, smug. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah that, we're that, L.A. Junior. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I sure hope not. I'm glad I got the glad I'm the hell out of the city limits these days. Um, but yeah, I, hey, hey, don't don't sleep on that Saharan dust, man. That but that, that stuff when it first rolled in messed me up. I've been having to. Take oh, maybe it. that's maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, anyway. Um, I, so, all right, two point seven of the uh, of the cheat sheet. Now, uh, now uh, there have been a couple of changes on there. I wanted to maybe run mock drafts from mock draft simulations, maybe one from early in a twelve team PPR draft, and maybe somewhere in the middle, and then you know late, just to kind of give an idea of some of the players that we're getting. Trashman can give his thoughts uh, about it, and if there are any players and positions that 
He's surprised that we are not getting more of, or maybe guys are getting too much of that he could be worried about. So that'll be good. I just, I wanted to get trash man's view on it. You guys have heard Byron uh, basically every week on here, giving his opinions about those things. I'm interested to hear some of trash man's, but first I wanted to really no news and notes trash man. I guess the one thing, um, uh, out of 49 you know, camp. Yeah. I mean, Jay, yeah. Jalen Hurd. Uh, I thought it was interesting, man. Jalen Hurd. They're saying that he's going to play the big slot. And it's, it's always hard with the 49ers to know who's going to line up where these guys line up everywhere. Um, but they say they heard, we forget, man, Jalen Hurd was such a good athlete during his time at Tennessee before he transferred to Baylor that like Alvin Kamara was running behind him, <laughs> right? Okay. As a, uh, as a, as as a, as a running back, uh, he comes in before hurting his back. A six foot, a six foot four running back. Yeah. He come, uh, you know, his, his, his future was obviously always going to be a wide receiver. And we did get a glimpse at that. Um, whenever we saw him in the preseason, this last preseason on a couple of, you know, the one play that I'll always retweet was that touchdown at the back of the end zone. Uh, you know, just an absolute beastly play for him. And, um, yeah, man, he is uh, – golly, man. I'm trying to get into PFF right now, and they're making me fucking click on all the things with traffic lights to make sure that I'm not a not a robot. But I, I, I wanted to pull up the slot, the slot participation from last year. But it seemed like for him he was more of an outside presence, you know, during the, during the preseason before he got hurt. Putting him in the slot is really interesting to me. It makes me feel like he could, you know, be more like – because he's, he's big, he's, he's – uh, he is uh, high, you know, high BMI. Yeah, it makes me and, wonder who, who's going to play their outside receiver position. It seems all the receivers are are more are more primed to play the slot right now. Yeah, so uh, that's why I want to get pulled up. Just I'm waiting on waiting on PFF here. So, uh, so for San Francisco, let's look at the slot receiving last year. So we had well, and and, and Trent Taylor won't show up because he didn't play. Yeah, so let's just let's just go over it. Jordan Matthews, fifteen point five percent of the time. Richie James, forty six point nine percent of the time. Kendrick Bourne, fifty two point seven percent of the time. Emmanuel Sanders, thirty five point four percent of the time. He won't show up either. So though Emmanuel Sanders had one hundred and seventy five snaps out of the slot last year, that's going to be unaccounted for. Uh, Marquise Goodwin had thirty five snaps out of the slot that won't be accounted for. He was actually in the slot for 26% of his snaps. Uh, Dante Pettis was out of the slot 44% of the time last year. You uh, get a slot and you get a slot yeah. and, you, and everybody's getting a slot. Debo Samuel, 23.7% of his snaps out of the slot. So Debo Samuel, actually one of the guys we think about him as a dude that moved around and played a bunch in the slot. He was kind of, kind of didn't, you know, he was, yeah. he was, he was, he was, he was more that, more that, uh, more of that stretch flanker Z kind of guy. Um, Kendrick Bourne, I think that he's going to get his slot rate cut down significantly from 52.7%. Richie James Jr. with Trent Taylor coming back, it's like how much room does he really have to he's you know, grow in that role? Dante Pettis is the one who could be screwed here. Um, 44% of the time <laughs> hey, maybe of right, maybe rightfully so. Maybe rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, he is turning out to not be good. Right, turning out to not be good. <laughs> Jalen Hurdle, in their hand, is is good. It begs the question: So, do we start targeting him in redraft, or is he just a dynasty stash for now? With hey, Debo Daniel, dynasty stash. 
Well, I mean, with Debo Samuel being, I mean, I still feel like Brandon Ayuk and Trent Taylor and 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 Kittle yep. are really yep. the only the only yep. guys I'm I'm looking to in fantasy right now. We would have said and, and I, outside of dynasty. We would have said before that maybe we got some of these running backs catching footballs. We talked about before Tevin Coleman actually a better pass catcher option than Raheem Mostert. And Raheem Mostert now has requested a tra- his his agents requested a trade. I saw that I said I saw that on Twitter last last night. I said Raheem Mostert's re- agent is 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 what? <laughs> I didn't know is Raheem what? Mostert had an agent. I thought um, I thought I I thought I might have heard something. About Raheem Mostert's agent request, re- requesting a trade. I mean, what the hell? I, 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 I can't say he doesn't deserve it, considering that Tevin Coleman is making quite a bit more money than him. Well, Jerry, well, so and he, is Jared so McKinnon. And, and Jared McKinnon. And Jared McKinnon hasn't played a really, uh, has he played it down as a 49er? I, I don't, not that I can remember. No. So, so I mean, what do you think? Is he going to get traded? Does this change your opinion about anything for fantasy? I don't think he gets traded. It does make me consider the fact that they'll probably use more Tevin Coleman and Jared McKinnon if he's healthy. It won't be the Raheem Mostert show. I just, I, I just hate this for two guys like us that have been kind of off on Mo, on Mostert from the very beginning. And I've been taught. I mean, Tevin Coleman's a guy that we've been getting. In some of these mock yeah. drafts and in some of these simulations, and I just I wanted to stay that way, right? To have have a shot at Tevin Coleman as my RB five, and if this kind of stuff continues, so uh, you know. <laughs> more people that more people are getting hit. <laughs> we got John Messina in the comments saying that it's Trent Taylor season because Wes Welker. At, <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess I think it's I I think it's Jalen Hurd season. Trash man, let's talk about some. Hey, it, could, uh, it could be both of their seasons if Debo Samuel had continues to have setbacks. I love Debo Samuel just tweeting the NFL and the NFLPA yesterday, just saying, "Man, I just, I, I, I just want to play football." You, you guys get this shit figured out. <laughs> These are the kind of voices that we need, Trash man. <laughs> um, Okay, uh, wanted to talk about some of these over-unders, and let's just go over them. I'm on mybookie.ag, just looking at some of the regular season props. Let's just start with some kind of how about the, how about this one? Uh, something a little bit interesting here, maybe uh, a little bit off the off the radar. Uh, how about DeAndre Swift? Where would you put his over under for regular season rushing yards? And I'll, I'll I'll tell you what it is, but I'd like to hear your over under first. Let me just give you for some context. Um, so last season, the Detroit Lions rushing. We had Carryon Johnson played in eight games. He rushed for 403 yards. Bo, Bo Scarborough was the starter for six games. He rushed for 377 yards. Then we also had Ty Johnson and J.D. McKissick mixing in each of those guys for uh, 273 and 205 total. Where would you peg the over-under for stud rookie DeAndre Swift this year? This is just rushing yards, not all Just rushing. Yards. Just rushing. Uh... 650. Yeah, I mean, trash man, you are right on the money here. The over-under is at 625 uh, minus 120 juice on either side. It sounds like that's not anything that you would be absolutely dying to go and, and make the over bet on, though. Would it? I mean, 600 and – I mean, what what is six – what is 
what does that really get you for a guy that people, some people are having, mainly it's people who are drafting zero RB strategy who are getting him as their uh, running back two. But I mean, in PPR scoring, when we just look overall, DeAndre Swift right now going um, 60 overall. So he's going right at the five, six turn. That's generally going to be your RB2 or your RB3, maybe your RB3. And just what can you really, what are you going mean, to really have to do? Factor, with? You have to factor in his uh, PPR value there too. And I think he's going to be a lot more valuable in PPR leagues. Really? It, because it wasn't, it wasn't like he necessarily showed a whole ton compared to the rest of the class as far as his ability to catch. We've seen it in drills and stuff. I mean, I, I don't thought, know. I thought he was one of the better pass catching backs coming in. Like I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd gone to the Chiefs. Let me just see, though. So let's just see the fewest rushing yards you can even have to have, you know, the, the fantasy points that are so let's just see when you get down to so basically running back eight can you believe uh, Devontae Freeman last year was running back running back 18 he had 656 uh rushing yards uh, Austin Eckler was running back four on the season with only 557 rushing yards but DeAndre Swift's not going to get 108 targets and catch 92 footballs that's not, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> Yo, no, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, DeAndre Swift isn't going to catch more footballs than, than Kenneth Galladay next season, I don't think, right? Um, I don't uh, know if anybody is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, James, James, James White was running back 19 last season with only 263 yards, but he did, all, he also had 95 targets. I'm trying to find the first guy who is this in full PPR leagues? Yes, I'm talking full PPR. That's just, that's kind of where my that's kind of where my pet is. Um, uh, Latavius Murray maybe at running back 29 had 637 yards uh, rushing last season. He also had 43 targets and 34 receptions. I think that Latavius Murray 2019 in PPR is about what they're projecting. DeAndre Swift base basically is about how Vegas is projecting DeAndre Swift. And that is a, what a middling running back three. So it's probably yeah. about where you would take him. I, I, I don't think you could depend on him as your running back two in fantasy for, uh, for, for these purposes this year. What about Jonathan Taylor? Um, do you think that they projected him for around DeAndre Swift projected him for more? What do you think? More, more. So what's the guess? 800. It's 750. Would you be bullish on the over there or on the under? Because actually the, there's heavier juice on the over. The over is minus 135 on my bookie.ag. Uh, the under is minus 105. So heavier juice on the over. That obviously means they're probably getting more action on the over on that bet. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I, I would. I mean, just instinctually. What is okay. – that makes okay. So Mar- Marlon Mack last season had 1,091 rushing yards. It would obviously be needing to cut into a good amount of his rushing work. And if we just consider him maybe right there at the you know right there at this you know 750 to 800 range with just nominal um, nominal pass catching ability. I mean Ronald Jones last year was running back 25. He had 40 targets and caught 31 balls. I could see that. I, I could see something like that for Jonathan Taylor. Could 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 you? 
Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Um, Le'Veon Bell r- rushed for seven eighty nine, but he 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 was given and he finished his running back sixteen overall in PPR. But he did get seventy eight targets. I think that's way too hefty uh, a target that's, share. To that's going to be high. Well, yeah, I mean because Marlon Mack last year only had seventeen targets. So. Um, what was interesting, though, I was doing some research, I think it was last week, and I was looking into why Marlon Mack wasn't used in the passing game as much because he was in college. And it actually turns out like pro football focus had him like ranked as like the 60th, 60th in pass protection. And so I think it's his pre- pass protection um, or his inability to to do so that kept him and has kept him out of the passing game. Um, yeah, because point. because I think Naheem Hines had what was I looking at him the other? Day? I think he had fifty eight targets. Don't quote me on actually. Shit, I should just look it up. Um, Naheem Hines. I'm here on a podcast trying to be professional. I'm telling you not to quote me on shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifty eight targets. You could have quoted me. You could have quoted. Uh, that's, me. that's very that's very political. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So fifty eight targets for Naheem Hines. Do you think those? Do you think any of those? transfer or do you are you of the belief that Naheem Hines could be like a be like an Austin Eckler to Philip Rivers there uh, like I think he stays in the mix okay um okay let's talk about some of these other guys Uh, do you want to talk about DeAndre Hopkins um what do you think DeAndre Hopkins regular season receptions how many so yeah how many regular season receptions is there a? You want me to give you some context? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I was just I, 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 I was hoping you could just tell me what you thought it was going to be, but let me just see here. Okay. I'll okay. Look. Okay. Um, let me. I'll, I'll give you I'd some say, context. I'd say, I'd say a hundred and. I'd say a hundred and a hundred and ten. Wow. So you are very, very, very bullish. The over under on this thing and it's it's 90, 93 and a half. So maybe okay. you can go pound. Maybe you can go pound the over there. Um, I, just, I wanted to pull up just like look at last season and see where these would see where these would have to be coming from here because we have um, in the receiving well, he, he, category, he had a, he had one hundred and four last season. Yeah. So there can in, you believe in this? fifteen in fifteen games. There was not an Arizona Cardinal last season in the regular season that had more than seventy five receptions. Larry Fitzgerald had seventy five. Christian Kirk had sixty eight. After that, David Johnson had thirty six. Demir Bird had thirty two. Uh, Kenyon Drake had twenty eight. Your boy Keyshawn Johnson had twenty one. Um. After that, it's just a you know, there's the Dan Arnolds and the Andy Isabellas, Chase Edmonds is the world. You know, those guys aren't going to really factor in. Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, the leading receivers last year, 75 and 68 catches respectively. They're pegging, boy, they are pegging DeAndre Hopkins to come in there and completely, um, com- just change the way that passing game structure is oriented, which I guess, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one ten maybe. That might be how I might go down to a, to one oh five. Juarez, your problem is saying talk about Tony Pollard. <laughs> well, thanks thanks for asking so nicely, Juarez. Just telling us who who to talk about, or is he or is he not worth looking at? Nah, Tony look, Tony Pollard's worth looking at. Byron and I talked about it the other day. We need to be thinking about him 
as if we didn't have the Dalvin Cook uh, holdout possibility going on. I mean, he's as important he's as important a handcuff as Alexander Madison this season. Um, if anything were to happen to Zeke, who knows? And you know, we know with Zeke is. It's not even the injury stuff. He could do something stupid off the field and get into trouble for a couple of games. Is it important for to get him like what is? I mean, what's the what's the context for that question? Well, I mean, I look, he had he had he had three touchdowns last season. You know, four hundred fifty-five rushing yards, hundred seven well, yard receiving. It's a pretty good receiving he's, line. He's a he's a handcuff. And so they drafted whenever they drafted C.D. Lamb. Whenever they drafted C.D. Lamb, he became he became a uh, he became a handcuff. I, before they drafted C.D. Lamb, I said, "Dude, they're they're going to play Tony Pollard in the slot." They got rid of Malcolm, yeah, uh, or Randall Cobb. Randall they're gonna play Cobb. Tony They're going to get Tony Pollard involved in the receiving game. Then they draft C.D. Lamb. You're just like, "Well, for, forget that. He's back to being yeah, a handcuff. Tony Pollard, a handcuff, and he's one of the better handcuffs." But I mean, you know how I feel about rostering handcuffs for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I know that I know that Siege, I know that Siege came on here the other day and said that he thought that he was taking like Miles Sanders ahead of Zeke and redrafting all this. And his reasoning was he thought Tony Pollard just he had the talent to finally just take over some of that role from Zeke. And I was trying not to laugh. And Siege, I'm just like, dude, that whether whether I I know you love Tony Pollard, but you keep, I mean, you got to put your mind inside the head of the Cowboys organization. That's their star. They paid him a bunch of money. It's 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 um. It's just really, I don't. I mean, I see that. I see that uh, John John Messina is tweeting here. Um, I mean, what about using Pollard more during the regular season and saving? He's a fantasy headache waiting to happen. Look, Having and here's to choose the, whether you're going to play Pollard week in week out in your and the flex. Other, no, and the and and the other and the other thing is ask ask the Los Angeles Rams 2019 how smart it is to hold out the stud running back that you've just paid a bunch of money to for the reg, for for the end of the for the for the playoff run and in the meantime screw up your whole rushing attack in a way where you don't even make the goddamn playoffs. <laughs> You know, it's just it does it, it does and 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 the, and the next year you're in the next year you're having to trade away that guy because you're completely hamstrung by his goddamn contract. Um, how about this, Calvin Ridley? Uh, the topic of a lot of discussion on fantasy football Twitter. Um, nine hundred and fifty-five and one half yards. Over or under, trash man. Last year, Ridley was at. 866 yards, and we have all of the vacated yards from Mohamed Sanu and Austin Hooper. That seems like an over bet to me. Yeah, an over. I, I, I like I like over. Now Austin Hooper. Now Austin Hooper. That back. You know, if we like Ridley that much, can we also really like Hayden Hurst that much? Because we all know that Julio's going to get his. I mean, I think we can like Hayden Hurst in comparison to a lot of the Titans that are available right now. Fair enough. Demo eleven thirty saying I'm keeping Drake in the sixth round and Gronk in the fifteenth. Did I already win my league? <laughs> you, you got a great start there, brother. Uh, we we've talked about on here that uh, we've talked about on here that you know how I feel about Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you can make an argument for Kenyon Drake at six overall. So sixth round, yeah, is fantastic. Demo eleven thirty saying he's a pro member for four years. The cheat sheets are magical. Thank you, sir. We can't. Or sir or madam, I, I guess I shouldn't shouldn't 
be presumptuous there. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. We're going to be running some simulations as we continue to refine the cheat sheet. We're at version 2.7 uh, right now and uh, getting some interesting players. We're getting one player in 100% of these mocks that I think I might have pushed up a little too high that I think Trash Man is going to love seeing. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a little while. But I wanted to go to just to some more of these over-unders. Uh, is it Denzel Mims? No. no. <laughs> it's somebody, it's, it's, it is somebody, somebody sneakier. How about this? How about how about Marquise Brown? Over-under on total receiving yards. The over-under is 849. 800. Okay, so you're going under on that one. 849 and a half was the total there for him last season. 584 total receiving yards. They're expecting a huge, huge jump from him this season now that he's coming in healthy. I mean, the books are expecting a monster jump, almost 30, what, between 35 and 40% jump in his total receiving yards. Is that is, they, they draft, presumptuous? They draft another running back, and you think they're going to throw the ball more this season? And they draft Devin Duvernay, and Miles Boykin's going to be a year older. I look there. I think that there are ways you can argue for, and you can argue against. You know, there are ways you can argue for, and ways you can argue against. I think he'll be. I think he'll have some big games. I just don't don't know how consistent he'll be is, in this is, offense. Why Why would they move away from the, the the kind of offense that they're running? Well, be, be, because you have to con- because you constantly have to adapt in the NFL and shift, or else people are going to catch on to you. I mean, I, get, I don't know. But, I don't know who, who's nobody caught on to them for the entirety I mean, of last. You knew what they were going to do. I get it. I get it. And I, people were people might be underestimating Duvernay. I mean, I've watched him for his whole career at Texas, dude. I mean, I've watched every snap he's played at Texas over and over. You know, I have to watch every one of these games back you know, over and over. And so it's like getting to see what he was able to do once he was into the slot during his senior year was incredible. It's just he had a bad senior bowl week. I'm not touching it, any Ravens receivers outside of daily leagues. I think Marquise Brown's a fine pick. For, for what? For, for your wide receiver three? Yeah. At the same time okay. that you're picking Will Fuller. At the, Will Full, when, you, when you get to Will Fuller territory, I think Marquise Brown should be considered, and Marquise Brown has a higher ADP. I'm taking Fuller over Brown. I, well, I, I, think, I think I am too, but I, I'm not sure that I have him on the sheet like that. Um, Dima says the waiver wire podcasts are worth every penny. Thank you, thank you for that, sir. Uh, that's for our members over at Roster Watch during the season. Joey two times asked, for the first month of the season, do you guys like – Jalen Rager or Brandon Ayuk? Let me just let me show you a screen share of you know why I'm going to answer it like this, and I'll show one of our uh, pro tools at rosterwatch.com. But for me, especially given the Debo Samuel stuff, the fact that we're talking about rookies, the fact that uh, Jalen Rager was a rookie that we really liked, but we did not necessarily consider ready uh, coming in. Uh, He's going to start. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna he's gonna start, and also, um, I pulled up the wrong I pulled up the wrong tool there. Let's see, share screen, and go to a tab here in Brave. Brave just to go to browsers trash, man. Are 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 you finally on there yet? Are you still still digging no, around with the old school stuff? Okay, so here's the well the, for, uh, for 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 me real quick. I'll say that it, it really depends on Debo Samuel and Alshon Jeffrey for me, like it depends on where they are when the season starts. 
look at Brandon Ayuk's schedule. So of all these players here, we've gone through, we've matched them up against the corners that they're going to be projected to be facing in coverage for the plurality of their routes. This tool is available to our pro members of rosterwatch.com. I've thought a lot about this. I've thought a lot about which corners are likely to be on who. I've looked at alignment data. I've looked at size. I've looked at speed. I've looked at all of it. Of course, this isn't that's going to happen because people are going to get hurt. Things will change through the course of the season. Maybe Brandon Ayuk will start drawing tougher coverage than Debo Samuel. Who knows? But at the very beginning of the season, he has an awesome start to the season. He gets Byron Murphy. He gets Austin Mallette, and he gets DeAndre Baker to start the first three weeks of the season. Those will be great initial matchups. Uh, so Brandon Ayuk will cert- would certainly be the guy who I like uh, better for the first month of the season, uh, everything considering. Okay, uh, Juarez, your problem is asking, what's the over-under on Aaron Rodgers? Let's see. That's a good question. Aaron Rodgers, regular season passing yards, 3,899 and a half. So that would be if we looked at – Last season, let's see. Let's see how it. Let's see how it compares. So, 2019 quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers had. It's so weird seeing Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers this far down the list. He had 4,002 yards last season. 4,002. So they're projecting for less yardage this season than last. Well, what do you, you know? Do? They want. They, they, they want. They want to run the ball more. I know that. I know that much. They want to become more running. Running focus. Well, I mean, w- w- from from what they've done, from what they've done in the uh, in the draft and in the and in the off season, we do. I mean, Jesus, they added another running back. that line that lines up for me. Then Shanahan was not lying whenever he said that that I was just like, man, did you finally see enough out of Aaron Jones last year where you could finally just commit to that guy and and you know go with him? And he said, actually, we're 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 looking at a looking at a third guy. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it is just, it, it's it's really really well. Really, well, they really cer- they certainly aren't focusing on the receiving core. No. All right, let's Both get to some, let's 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 get to some uh, simulations here uh, using version two point seven of the cheat sheet. We said we were going to do it with um, picking from the one from the beginning, one from the middle, one from the end. If you're still if you're still down with that trash man, where do you think where do you think we should start here for this one? Let's do it on the turn. All right, let me see if I can find uh, let me see if I can oh, the mock draft simulator. Okay, so we'll start one at the turn. Um, as you can see, we've been just doing a ton of these ton, ton of these mocks. Looks like Byron was in here doing some mocks earlier too. All right, so this will be at the turn, the twelve turn. PPR snake draft, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, six bench spots. I won't be drafting a kicker or a defense. We'll be drafting against the composite ADPs at ESPN, Fantrax, RT Sports, Fantasy Football Calculator, the composite best ball, uh, and then also the pre-draft rankings at Yahoo, ESPN.com, NFL.com, using version 2.7 of the PPR cheat sheet. Go ahead and start our draft now. An expert quality draft is, of course, guaranteed when using – the cheat sheet and we constantly have to test it like this to make sure it's still homing the way that we would like. Um, so as we test it now, it looks like, it looks like we'll get Kenyon Drake and this looks like, it looks like a, po- a possible Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler start in this one. Cause we'll have the, no, well, what do you think? Kenyon? it looks like it's going to be Kenyon Drake, Deandre Hopkins trash, man. We're sure, we sure aren't getting him very often here at the turn. How do you feel about that? 
Uh, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, let's just see how things go from here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of this thing shakes out. It looks like it's going to be kind of balanced here at the beginning. It looks like Odell Beckham and Le'Veon Bell here are going to be the next ones available to us. So we'll take those guys. Hey, it's a pretty it. I mean, sick starting four. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's and, and it's and it's staying balanced. Trash man, you were worried about a little bit worried about Marquise Brown. It looks like we were getting real close to having to take him here, but uh, AJ Green right Love ahead that. of him. You like AJ Green as your wide receiver three this year? Hell yeah. And then David Montgomery will be filling him in there as well. So, dude, this is staying very balanced. A wide receiver and a running back on each one of these turns. And the next one, we'll be able to pick up Darius Slayton and Keyshawn Vaughn. Of course, we got David Montgomery there on the last one. So our running backs looking pretty good. Um, actually, so let me look at the look at the roster here. The running backs: Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell, David Montgomery. Now Keyshawn Vaughn as sort of an upside running back four, along with Darius Slayton is a I see is a mega upside yeah. uh, wide receiver four. Um, Looks like we're probably going to end up going pretty late round tight end here, which is usually the case. I hope we can get Hayden Hurst. I don't know why we've been, we've been getting John Brown in some of these simulations lately. I might need to – I'm going to just make a note, like examine John Brown because I'm not sure that I have that much interest in him. Also, I'm getting less and less bullish on Alexander Madison, so I'm also going to ex- examine Alexander Madison here. I'm not sure I want to be getting a ton of him. We sort of need – I moved Dalvin Cook up a little bit. I need to move – uh, I need to move down or I moved up Dalvin cook a little bit as I'm hearing more and more about how hard it's going to be for him to hold out. Um, mm-hmm. I might need to, I might need to get John, uh, get Alexander Madison down, but we'll go ahead and take him in this simulation. Regardless, we should be getting the tight ends here pretty soon. Yeah, we are. Uh, so we're going to end up getting Jared cook, uh, at tight I mean, end. Dalvin cook has Dalvin cook played a full season. I don't think he has. No, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. Even if you don't hold out, Alexander Madison can certainly have value. I just traded away a second-round pick plus Brandon Cooks in my dynasty league where I'm a Dalvin Cook owner for Alexander Madison. That's how important he is to me as a handcuff. But I also like him for standalone value. Here we will take uh, Jared Cook, and we will take Sammy Watkins. Uh, what do you think about Watkins, Trash? I mean, I just keep looking at him, and I, I, I continue having interest in Sammy Watkins because I want the cheapest – part of that Chiefs offense I can get. And Sammy Watkins is still kind of Sammy Watkins. He's had a, he had a couple of big games for him last year. He gets targeted more often than Nicole Hardman. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a piece of the Chiefs offense for cheap, I'm all for it. Paris Campbell was the guy who I was talking about. We're getting a lot of oh. these drafts. I moved him up. Well, I love Paris Getting him Paris right Campbell. here at the very end. Getting him right here at the very end. So we'll take Paris Campbell and our, we'll take our quarterback with our 14th round pick. Matt Stafford and our team will be finished here. This team is sick, trash man. Um, Matthew team. Stafford as the quarterback. The running backs are Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell, David Montgomery, Keyshawn Vaughn, Alexander Madison. The wide receivers are DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, AJ Green. This is a 12 team league. Darius Slayton, John Brown, Sammy Watkins, Paris Campbell. And Paris Campbell might be the pick that we're getting here in the 12th and 13th round now that I'm most excited about. The more and more I think about him in the slot, because that's where he's going to be, absolutely. With Philip Rivers, it's. I was, uh, I was. He was one of the receivers I was most excited about last year before all the injuries happened. Yeah. So let's just do. Maybe we'll just do one more of these mocks. Do you want to do it from the beginning, the middle? What do you want to do? Let's do from the the one spot then. The one also from the so from the uh, oh, number of teams twelve, of course uh, from the from the one hole. So it'll be it'll be McCaffrey team. 
drafting against everybody that we had uh, talked about earlier. And we'll just go ahead and start this draft. We'll take McCaffrey to start. I mean, that team trash me from the 12 hole just now. I mean, my, my God, it's just, just a monster. And, and Kipsy's right. Slayton always seems to be hanging around when he's been picking at the end. It's true. I love Slayton. Yeah. Okay. So we don't need this tutorial from fantasy pros. We will just go, you import our cheat sheet into there. All right. So Christian McCaffrey here. Let's see what happens at the turn. Looks like Josh J. Looks like it'll be Josh Jacobs and Mike Evans at the two, three turn. That to me seems good, even though I'm getting a I, I, I moved down Mike Evans and Chris Godwin each one slot trash man, just because I'm becoming a, I'm becoming a little bit concerned about, um, I'm becoming a little think, bit concerned about how high we have both of those guys ranked with, without moving Tom Brady up just a whole ton. You know, it's like I, I we, don't think I don't think any Buck Buccaneers receiver is going to have a better season than they did last year with Tom Brady. I I don't see it happening. Uh-huh. Jameis Winston, as inaccurate as he is, I mean, he aired the ball out a ton, and he has an he's a cannon. Uh, this is interesting. So, um, looks like our start here was Christian McCaffrey and Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans. The cheat sheet now is going Devontae Parker and Tyler Lockett. Um, do you do you have any do, do you care to weigh in on the whole uh, Tyler Lockett? Um, uh, DK Metcalf um, deal. I know people any- are really high on DK Metcalf going into this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think I, I I like them both. I think that in a vacuum, it's a tough choice between them. That's why we have them ranked back to back. Uh, I, I do I do side the I do side a little bit with the veteran chemistry with Tyler Lockett and just a little bit more of the proven track record. But I do well, think how DK far Metcalf, apart are their ADPs right now? They they're converging. I mean, we've said from the, from the very beginning that those ADPs are going to converge. Um, in PPR, let me just pull it up real quick, and I'll tell you the ADPs for these guys. Where is my – where's my – okay. So uh, – Oh, I got Metcalf. it. Tyler Lockett is 23. Metcalf is 21 right now. Metcalf has overtaken him. Wow. In, in, in PPR? Yeah. No, in, no, Metcalf, Metcalf is twenty three in PPR. Lockett is twenty one for the fantasy pros consensus. But that's what I well, go. I'm with, looking so. at PPR and, and I'm looking at PPR and fantasy pros, and I'm getting the opposite. I don't know. Okay, what says DK Metcalf, wide receiver twenty three? Tyler Lockett, wide receiver twenty one. I don't know why you and I are seeing it so much differently, but um, regardless, I'm going to go with what I see on go with what I see on my screen here. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, but regardless, we're Mark. We're going to get Marquise Brown here in this draft. Trash man, sorry about it. We're also going to get another running back here with Kareem Hunt. I think that Marquise Brown is your wide receiver four. Makes plenty of sense as usual. We'll get Darius Slayton and Keyshawn Vaughn here at the eight nine turn. I just until those guys quit going so late. I think they're both going to be great values for us. Um, this is turning out to be another really well-rounded draft. Look at that! Look at this trash man, Mike Williams of all people. What the hell is he doing here? We don't ever get Mike Williams. You that's like him at all? With good with, reason? With no. Do you like him at all with the tie god? Yeah, that's that's. Well, no. I, I need to write down to examine Mike Williams as well. I I don't. I really don't want to be getting him. He um, was actually on my. He was actually one of my do not draft uh, receivers. Getting, getting Jared Cook again, trash man. Look at it. We're getting your boy Paris Campbell. 
Love I, it. He's, he's, he's at a spot on the sheet where we'll just continue to get him, man. He's available at the 12th, 13th round turn. Are we getting C.D. Lamb at all? I noticed C.D. Lamb in a couple of those last few few turns. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah, we're getting C.D. Lamb still. Yeah, we're still getting C.D. Lamb. And now here at the very end, we, we could take a little bit of, you know, we could take a little bit of liberty. Would you want to get Cam Newton as your backup quarterback, or would you just want to take Denzel Mims? Two of your favorites. Uh, that's hard. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Mims. <laughs> <laughs>